0: Welcome to sven What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip Mizara. And we are one week away. We're two Americans in Sweden talking about football, and there's only one week left. We're coming to you from AMK Studios in Stockholm. And uh, how you feel, man?
1: Oh, dude, I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yes. We are one week
0: away yeah.
1: from actual football.
0: Yes, from the sound of the helmet and pads crushing each other for the first time.
1: Yeah. Fake crowd noise this year. Whoop whoop.
0: Is that the plan? They're going to do fake crowd noise? Oh, you
1: kidding me? They've been arguing about like how many decibels should you be allowed to pump into the, what's the maximum amount of decibels I think they
0: should do an average of your stadium. Like, Seattle that's part of their advantage
1: Well, okay that's not what they're doing. I hear you Mm -hmm. and that's fair enough Mm -hmm. but I think they're because you know, some they've already announced that some some teams are gonna have you know, kind of a percentage of the stadium. Oh, yeah. Some teams know. are gonna have fans, some teams are not. Mm-hmm. And people are complaining like, uh, oh, it's gonna be an unfair advantage for the teams that have fans. And so I think they worked out this deal with the like, okay, you can't have more than I don't know. I don't even know what the number decibels. is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. But they were they're definitely worried that teams like the Saints uh, because the but both the Saints and the Seahawks are the ones that are known for having like such crazy loud yeah. fans. Um Kansas City too, right? Don't they have a really loud fans? Probably, but I think the thing. Well, I don't know what the didn't Seahawks broke the yeah, like the decibel and broke record. their own record later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean New Orleans is a little easier because it's a it's a closed stadium. It's a dome.
0: Yeah, but uh, Seahawks Stadium is newer. It was built for that. That's true. Oh, Saints was built recently too, right? Didn't they rebuild it? Or well, they rebuilt it. it. Oh, okay. They
1: rebuilt it and put a Mercedes emblem on top of it. Oof. Oh, so now. <laughs> so well, now, now it's the Mercedes Benz Superdome. Uh, it ain't just okay. some old Superdome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a luxury Superdome. Yeah, now.
1: that shit got luxury, bro.
0: <laughs> but the, uh, the Seattle was built for noise. Because they built it That the, shit
1: is fascinating to me. Yeah, I,
0: yeah I'm
1: here. I'm more impressed by whoever came up with that idea.
0: Yeah, it's like why don't we make it loud?
1: Yeah. Uh, smart as hell. They designed that shit. And, right.
0: and they did it right. Imagine if it like it was a me and I was like, Oh man, I could make your stadium loud as shit. <laughs> and they're like, ah, didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> then what do you do? You got paid. They built it how you wanted, it, and you That's just true. made out with a bunch of money. Uh, but yeah, we're excited about it. Uh, we're gonna go through some, some NFL, uh, happenings, as we always do. And, uh, as we get closer, just a warning to you guys, it's gonna be more about the fucking games, man.
1: Dude, I'm so excited to talk about actual football. Yeah, man. So, no, like, ne- no. well, we're, we're next week, you know, we're, yeah, v- next week we're gonna make some predictions.
0: Yeah. Right? We're gonna make predictions, and then we're gonna start giving you guys two episodes per week. hmm Because... NFL deserves it. I don't totally know what agree. else to tell you. We're going to tell you, we're going to make predictions and then we're going to talk results. Exactly. And then we're going to make predictions and then we're going to talk results each yeah. week until the end of the season yeah. all the way up to the Super Bowl. And then uh, at the end of the show we'll tell you the game that we're going to play uh, a prediction game that uh, you and your family do and that we're going to do here on SvenFL. So yeah. stay tuned for that. And we're still I'm still wrapping up position breakdowns. So um we got two left. Technically we have two Offense, defense, left, and then I'll do a quick uh, special teams rundown in the near future, huh. and then it's just only going to be football. And I'll also tell you how to watch the games, uh, or my suggestion for people that are new to the sport, uh, how to watch it. Just like I, you know, I, I have a, tips for every sport that I'm interested in. Yeah, or that he's going to tell
1: watch. you how to watch it because apparently, just turning on the TV and looking at it is <laughs> not. <laughs> not. No, <laughs>
0: some people look like oh, they're just pushing each other around, and I can break it down a way that can keep you engaged in uh, the sport.
1: I was I just I was just fucking with you. I, I know you're going to have a, some interesting insight on how to watch <laughs> the game. Hell, I might even learn something.
0: <laughs> no, you know how to watch the game. But uh, <laughs> you, you know what? You're going to probably be like, oh, I do that.
1: I do that, you know, but know I, I didn't say? think about it. That, yeah, sure. That's probably what's going to okay. happen. I'm yeah. guessing.
0: I don't know. Not to pat myself on the back prematurely. Yeah. But uh, according to my wife, we do everything prematurely.
1: oh damn (laughs) self-hatred slam I like it yes yes let's do this I'm learning
0: it I'm turning Swedish (laughs) Uh. (laughs) 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 all right Uh, should we start with Alvin Kamara when uh, you know it's that time of year where uh, we talk about fantasy football he's one of the top grabs in fantasy football, we're not going to get too much into fantasy at all. No. You don't do it. I just started a couple of years ago, so no need to get into that. But this guy is one of the most productive players in the NFL in the last three years, right? Oh, yeah. Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah. Uh, he plays for the New Orleans Saints. And uh, go ahead. Take us away, man.
1: Well, so what, what struck me about this story was, I mean, this guy is easily— let's just say for our, he's in the top 5 running backs in the NFL period mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you you could also argue that he's you know maybe the second best running back in the NFL as well yeah. uh production wise
0: Product, yeah, I was going to say
1: yeah. um and then you know up pops the story that dude hasn't been coming to training camp for like 3 or 4 days and the team announces that these these uh absences have not been you know Excused or authorized and that they're going to start fining him $50,000 per absence practice we're talking Uh, about practice practice and then all of a sudden it pops up like there's some sort of a contract dispute and then within a few hours the Saints suddenly are talking about you know what is arguably the second best running back in the whole freaking league saying like yeah we're open to the idea of trading Alvin Kamara at which point I was like I'm sorry what that (laughs) means he's asking
0: for some real money
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, obviously he he wants he wants something close to Christian McCaffrey money. Mm-hmm. Everybody has already kind of decided that McCaffrey is you know the best running back in the league, whether that's true or not. It's not. Will obviously be up for debate yeah. this year. <laughs> uh, nothing you know He's says not that, better
0: than Saquon Barkley.
1: Nothing says the kiss of death of your career more than being yeah. labeled as the number one whatever the fuck or in the being league. on a Madden cover. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we'll see what happens to Lamar Jackson this year. Uh, well, Mahomes
0: <clears throat> was on last year, so that worked out all right for him.
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, it, it, you know, and then later, it turns out that um, this sort of looks like at the moment that this may have just been a bit of posturing. By both sides? Or? Uh, well, certainly by the Saints. Mm-hmm. Because they, now I woke up this morning and the announcement was that they are definitely back at the negotiating table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this idea of like kind of just looking around to see if uh, if there were any teams interested was just something that they do. It was just like uh-huh. a negotiating tactic, basically. Yeah. Um,
0: they backfired.
1: But I'm telling you, there is no.
0: It's like saying your coach has COVID. <laughs>
1: No, nothing no, no, it, no, Nothing is right. that fucking dumb. Uh, it's, it's true. <laughs> uh, it's close, but yeah. <clears throat> I don't think anybody, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, I think, who the hell thinks they're, the Saints are actually going to trade Alvin Kamara? Nobody. Nobody, but then when they say they're open to it, you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. You never they're know, man. trying to man. drive
0: the price back down. If you trade somebody right now, that's mm. a smack in the face of that player. Yeah. Because the team's, half, teams are halfway through trying to camp, you're like, sabotaging the players' season.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Like, poor, we didn't, this is not in the running order, but Mohamed Sanu got cut by the, <laughs> by the Patriots this morning. Really? Yeah. Just, I'm shocked. Yeah, you know, it just came, it just popped up this morning. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was thinking
0: more of that that is on the, yep. uh, what we're going to talk about, but he got, he got straight smashed, like, uh, like, they, they let him go now, and every team could use him, pretty much. Yeah. But, but it's like, they said they tried to trade them and then they let them. They released them, and it's like, well, that's screwed a good. Him.
1: That's a good conversation to have right there. Which is like, what? Just in a, on a broader uh, perspective, like, what the hell is going on in Jacksonville?
0: Oh, they're tanking. They're doing what Miami did last year. You know what I mean? It's like a new way to tank is to get rid of talent. Yeah, I
1: mean, I was like,
0: just so happened Miami did all right at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean. It seems like a weird. I mean, does that strategy ever really work?
0: We'll see. And Not many teams you know I mean? have done that.
1: But I mean, on a on a bigger like, because I the other thing that I okay, so here the reason why we're talking about this is because they've the Jags have basically, uh, well, they've let Fournette go, who was their star running back, right? Drafted first over, uh, not first overall, but drafted in the first round, mm-hmm. fourth overall, I think he was drafted. Um, <clears throat> They just they just cut him and let him go, basically for nothing. Uh, I woke up this morning, found out he's been picked up by the Bucks. We can get into that later. Uh, the other Fournette got picked up by the Bucks. Fournette got picked up by the Bucks this morning. Yeah, or They're last night while we were sleeping. Uh, That's what's so weird. When you uh, what for those of you who you know who who listen to the show every week, you already know this, but you know. It, Following American sports in general, yeah. you know, it's such a weird thing. Like, yeah. it's always the first thing I check before I even get out of bed, oh, it, especially nice. during the playoffs. Yeah. Like, yes, you know fun. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's the NFL playoffs or NHL, too, right now, I am they there in the playoffs. And so I don't even get out of bed before I check the app on my phone to see who <laughs> nice. won last night. You know what I mean? Nice. Uh, because I know it's the first thing my 14-year-old son's going to ask me when I'm seeing him in the kitchen. Hey, who won last night? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you got a phone, motherfucker? Check it. (laughs) But I always check because I want to answer that question. But the Jags, I saw this. This was on Twitter. This was on the NFL Research Twitter uh, (laughs) page. The Jaguars have made eight picks in the top five of the NFL draft in their franchise history. Just three of those eight players received a second contract with the Jaguars.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And all eight of them no longer play for this team.
0: In how, in the last how many years?
1: In the last uh eight picks, but in, what, four in the last what is it? Well, I don't know. Five to ten years or something like that. Okay. We're talking Leonard Fournette, Jalen Ramsey, Dante Fowler Jr., Blake Bortles, uh Luke. Joe Eckel, whoever the hell that is. Who's Jokel. Jokel. Joe Jokel. Uh, Justin Blackman. Kevin Hardy. Uh, a comedian. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> he comedian plays football too. Is the linebacker comedian? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh
0: uh, wow! Man. So th-
1: then that's why I asked the question, like what? Yeah. And and what's his name? Freaking, uh ah oh, Jesus! What's his name? Um. Doug Maroney. No, the guy who just went to the to the to the Vikings. What the fuck is his name? Okay, we were going to talk about him. Plays for the Jags. Ngakwe. Okay, right. That dude took a six million dollar pay cut
0: to get out of there.
1: To get the hell out of Jacksonville. Well, it looks like it's a firestorm, man. Firestorm meets yard sale. Yeah. Like everyone, uh-huh. oh, fire get sale. the yeah. fuck out. Yeah. Uh. Fire sale. Yeah, That's always fire a. That, where did that come from? Fire I don't sale. Even know. I don't know did you ever hear of a, uh, uh, the ex-wife sale? Uh, no. No. You see it sometimes in the south. Or in Georgia. You see it sometimes like outside of a hardware store. It's called the ex-wife sale. Half price on uh, uh, duct tape, hammers, and shovels. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. (laughs) Yeah. So that's uh, you know, if you ever find yourself on a road trip, (laughs) driving to the south, that's what the ex-wife sale. Ex-wife sale is okay. (laughs) Nice. Home Depot. Yeah.
0: Damn. Yeah. So that's Leonard Fournette. Um, Another thing that's big in all sports right now is uh, responses to uh, social injustice. Indeed. And it looks like uh, we we've been talking about people getting it wrong and whatnot, but. Looks like Baltimore Ravens are trying to get it right, man.
1: Yeah, and this is kind of what I was talking about. I don't remember if we were talking about this last week or the week before, but, but this, um, I'm, like, at some point, I think, the thing that I think is fascinating about what's happening right now is that essentially this movement is, a, unlike what happened in the 1960s, this is a leaderless movement. Mm -hmm. Or you can either call it a leader-less movement or you can call it a leader-full movement. Either Mm -hmm. way, there's Mm -hmm. no one central— There's
0: no one face behind it. There's
1: no one person behind this thing. And the good thing about that uh, is that it makes it harder to sort of um, dismantle Mm -hmm. this movement. Yes, there's so um, many fronts. From all the people—you know, like, you know, obviously when when Martin Luther King was sort of the face of the civil rights movement, you know, it became— quite easy to kind of pick this thing apart because it's like you go after him on a personal level, try to attack Mm -hmm. his character, these kind of things. Oh, good point. Uh, That being said, I think one of the downsides to having this kind of movement is that it makes it difficult to come together to create some kind of plan of action, right? And it makes it hard for, you know, if you have this kind of decentralized movement, like Who's Somebody has to drive this ship,
0: yeah, right? There's different demands.
1: Yeah, and somebody needs to come up with some kind of a plan. And Baltimore put their foot down and said, you know what? Fuck this. Well, We're coming up. This is what we think. This is based on, you know, back, what was it, last week when a bunch of people started canceling their practices and having yeah. these meetings and talking about uh, how they wanted to respond to this. Uh, in my opinion, you know, not that there's, fuck, winners or losers, but uh, Ravens won this, yeah. in my opinion.
0: Yeah, they did it, they got it right. Can I read with a, Do a statement? Here's a statement. With yet another example of racial discrimination with the shooting of Jacob Blake and the off, unlawful abuse of peaceful protesters, we must unify as a society. It is imperative that all people, regardless of race, religion, creed, or belief, come together to say enough is enough. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Jacob Blake is a man who was uh, allegedly breaking up a fight. And then the police got there, so then he was going to leave, and uh, the police tried to stop him. And then uh, he was, as he was getting in his car, he had three children. His Three of his children were in the back seat, and he was shot seven times in the back by police. He survived somehow, but is paralyzed from the waist down as of now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so this is the Jacob Blake they're referring to. Yep. Uh, I'll continue with their statement. This is bigger than sports. Racism is embedded in the fabric of our nation's foundation, and it's a blemish on our country's history. If we are to change course and make our world a better place, we must face this problem head on and act now to enact positive change. It is time to accept accountability and acknowledge the ramifications of slavery and racial injustice. Mm -hmm. Though we cannot right all the wrongs of our country's history, we can arrest and charge police officers responsible for Breonna Taylor's killing and the shooting of Jacob Blake. Uh And it's weird that they haven't arrested any of these people <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Brianna Taylor's a woman who's at home and they did what's called a no knock warrant. They broke into the the home and they shot up uh the place because the guy when they when they busted the door and thought he was getting robbed, he shot at the police and they just sprayed the apartment with bullets and they killed Brianna Taylor shooting her eight times she was just sleeping. Jesus Christ. Uh, the next point is demand that Senator Mitch McConnell bring the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 2020 to the Senate floor <laughs> to vote. Good luck with that. It's weird that they won't even vote on if uh, this Justice and Policing Act should be uh, enacted into law. In qualified immunity, uh, which is saying that police can't be held responsible for what they do on the job, require body cameras, ban chokeholds and no knock warrants, hold police accountable in court. Establish a framework to prohibit racial profiling in at federal, state and local levels. And then they say support state and federally mandated Calia accreditation and national standards of care and policing. Mm. Uh, the last part, I hope I'm not boring everybody with, with this, but I'll continue <clears> to read. The, Encourage everyone to engage in the political process by registering to vote. I love that part. Mm. Uh, on both the local and national level. Yeah. Uh, if you're Swedish and you might not understand that, uh, not that many people vote in America. And uh, that's why our politicians aren't held accountable.
1: What do we got? 60%? I thought it was it's 40. Like, uh, it, was just 60. 60 is like the oh, ceiling okay. for when a presidential... I think for the midterm election, when there's no president on the ballot, it's around 40. But when it's a presidential election, it's around high 50s, low 60s. It's embarrassingly 60s. low. Uh, yeah.
0: My opinion is that it should be a holiday, but that's another thing. And it uh, should be
1: fucking mandatory.
0: Yeah.
1: So vote I, there isn't and it, Isn't put, that the no. case? In, I think in Australia, it's actually mandatory to vote. You
0: go vote and there's like no, is, a, is there a penalty? Like a, uh, a, a I think a so. Ticket? I think so. That's good. You didn't vote this year. That's $100. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, anyway. Demand prison sentencing reform that is fair and equ- equitable. That's a whole nother story. Mm. Encourage every citizen to act with respect and compliance when engaging with the police. If you feel there has been an abuse of power, encourage you. we encourage you to contact your police department's internal affairs unit. Then they give the number in Baltimore. We will use our platform to drive change now, not just for our generation, but for the generations that follow, for our sons and daughters and for their children. This was an amazing statement, I thought, from the Baltimore Ravens, and it's um, using their platform for good, I think.
1: Amen to that. I
0: think it's undebatable. It's not debatable. No. uh,
1: And I think, you know, look, we read that whole thing. We didn't have to do that, but I think it was really worth reading it because, um, look, you know, I think that we're at, we're clearly at a turning point in American history yeah. Now I don't I don't know how the rest of this stuff translates to the rest of the world. You know, I can't pretend to know that much about what the whole racism situation is like here in Sweden or or anywhere else for that matter. But I can tell you having grown up in the United States, um, and especially having grown up in the South
0: As a racist.
1: As a full blown <laughs> racist. Uh <laughs> I can tell you that yeah, this it is about fucking time. Yeah, I agree. Um and I think the other thing that's cool, one of the things that they allude to in this statement, which is popping up kind of all over the place uh, in, in multiple sports now, too, is this idea that teams are uh, one of the t- actions that a lot of teams are, are planning to take for this election is that they're going to open up their stadiums or their arenas
0: as voting locations. as, yeah.
1: as voting. Locations, which right. I think is a fantastic idea and a great way. It's sort of not. It seems in a way, it seems kind of retarded, but it's like, what a cool way to lure people out to vote, right? Yeah. Because I mean, voting in in America can feel like quite a chore. Yeah. Going um, to the
0: local uh, elementary school or library.
1: Right. Uh, but what if you had a chance to like you know, vote at Dolphin Stadium? Yeah. For instance, and you it's know so mean?
0: big, it's probably going to be faster. Yeah. Well, I mean, besides parking or whatever, what if they had drive-in voting? Like you just drive up, punch your card, and keep and drive out. Drive-through voting. That's so American. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah could work.
0: Uh, scan your ID, punch it in, and keep on about your business. But, I, I mean, I think it's great that teams are doing that, and it's a solution. That, I mean, it's, a, it's a tactic that I didn't see coming. I didn't see them focusing on voting, but it's such a smart thing. Totally, and I'm very glad that uh, it seems like they have a plan. Like you were saying, at least the sports, the athletes are coming up with plans, and that's good because uh, not too long ago, uh, a lot of teams or a lot of sports, like took like boycotted or yeah or uh, strike had strikes, right? The NBA, the, the the place where the Jacob Blake was shot is Wisconsin. Mm. And uh, the NBA team, the Milwaukee Bucks, the team in Wisconsin, didn't play. Right. And the channel that was, you know, putting the game out had to figure out what to do for two and a <laughs> half hours <laughs> when there's no game. Yeah. And uh, what they end up doing, talking about social injustice. Mm-hmm. The, the NBA TV guys or the uh, TNT guys walked off. Yeah. Their black guys walked off. Yeah. And it's like...
1: Well, and it caused a ripple effect across all the other sports, too, because, you know, then, you know, other people started canceling. Baseball. Baseball, uh, WNBA, MLS. And then a few days later... NHL canceled all their games for like two oh, days.
0: Did they? I didn't know that.
1: Uh, and that was a really interesting experience, too, because, you know, uh, newsflash, hockey's a pretty white sport. Yeah. Uh, I think there's like, what? I think you can literally count on two hands how many black dudes play in the NHL. Oh, wow. Uh But they gave a really powerful statement with one of their ten black guys kind of yeah, leading that. the way. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reeves, who's like a guy that most everybody in the league fucking hates this guy because he's such a... <laughs> he's a, he's a tough guy like he okay. he's knocking people out nice um but it was kind of cool it was a cool um it's good. it's
0: great when sports is the one thing that can unite everybody and then it's the one thing that's getting this stuff right man mm. it's good even uh, nascar is in on it as well you know what i mean like right it's <clears throat> uh it's good to see and hopefully uh american can america can get it right too
1: well, you know who thinks this is a really stupid idea? <laughs> Ooh. Bruce Arians from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, uh, thinks this is a fucking stupid idea. Coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, said this week, I don't know that protest is an action. It's like, have you been alive, motherfucker? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is a man who's never had to protest anything. Yeah.
0: Like, you don't know what a sit-in is? Like, maybe he doesn't know what a protest is. Maybe, I think a lot of these people are confusing rioting and protesting. Mm. And it's not the same thing. Uh, I guess rioting is a form of protesting. It's just like an unlawful form of protesting. But lawful forms of, I mean, protesting is pro, like a strike. a comp, uh, um airline strike or FAA strike in the 80s or whatever yeah. is a form of protest.
1: I think, okay, in defense of Bruce Arians... He's old. <laughs> as, as you know, okay, I think he means well. He's just kind of, he doesn't, he, he kind of only really understands part of what's going on here. Because the continuation of this quote, he says, I think each guy has a personal thing. I would beg them to take action. Find a cause and either support it financially or do something to change the situation because protest this is the part where he loses me—because protesting doesn't do crap, in my opinion. I've been seeing it since 1968. Now, the part about, like, hey, guys, let's go for the whole taking action thing. That makes sense. But to say that you have, you know, personally bore witness to protesting since the 1960s and you think that nothing— nothing has progressed yeah, yeah, yeah. in in a positive way due to that protest it's just a you know it's just a dumb fucking thing to say yeah, yeah it is i mean it's basically like saying like oh, w- oh okay so the civil rights act that didn't matter uh the voting rights act right. didn't matter uh desegregation apparently didn't matter
0: uh even the small stuff, like i mentioned the faa like their salaries went up because they mm-hmm. protested.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, like the, all of these, all the it's such a broad thing to this, this, denounce.
1: This comment, while he may at his heart feel like you know, be on feels like he's on the right side as far as like wanting things to change. Uh, it just you know I hate to say this, but it, it just reeks of white privilege. You know what I Definitely. mean? This is like someone who's never really had. He's never never, had to fight for anything. He's never had to fight for anything. Uh, He might uh, have to fight for his job, but that's not the same, uh, you know? He might have to fight for his health.
0: uh, Someday. (laughs) I think he did have some health issues. I shouldn't joke about that. But uh, (laughs) Fuck him, right? Whatever. Uh, uh, It was just a
1: a very tone-deaf thing to say, I think.
0: One of my favorite players when I was in the 90s was Brian Urlacher he was one of my how do you feel uh, about him now <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> he's one of the bald guys that brought it back with the hair it's like as his hair grew in I think it, it made him feel like he can relate to Donald Trump more maybe <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because he's,
1: like, <laughs> he's the other dum dumb this week. What the fuck? Yeah, what he, did he say?
0: He uh, The Bears, like, d- they're distancing themselves from him, who's yes, one of their most popular players ever.
1: They're socially distancing themselves <laughs> from Brian Urlacher.
0: They got, like, Walter. And not, not because of COVID. <laughs> m- most popular Bears. Walter Payton mm. is probably number one. Sure. The Fridge is probably up there. McMahon. Jim McMahon is probably, yeah, all from that team. Yeah. And then Next Generation Bears. is probably the next biggest star. Sure. Right? Yeah. Unless you count like Mike Dicka, maybe, in connection to the team, you know what I mean? Just from being a player and then a the coach sure. player, whatever. But <clears throat> he's the top five Chicago Bear of all time. Chicago Bear. Should I Stop. talk like I'm from Chicago for the rest of this part? Dumb Bears. The Bears, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Erlacher. No, nah, but Erlacher uh, uh, criticized NBA protests. He talked about Brett Favre. Uh, if anybody has some time, Go back, it's probably on YouTube, and watch Brett Favre playing the Monday night game the day after his dad died. It's mm. a very inspirational thing. Mm. Uh, he played the game of his fucking life, man, uh, mm. after his dad. He found out his father passed. Uh, and uh, he compared Brett Favre playing <laughs> when his father died of uh, natural causes or whatnot um, right. <clears throat> to uh, the NFL, NBA players not playing after a police officer uh, Tries to take the life of a, of a man in front of his three children. I don't see think those two. That's some
1: serious apples and oranges shit right hell there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, he deleted the post though. Erlocker uh, uh, deleted the post later, but uh, he said uh, NBA players boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife wanted a, on a felony sexual assault warrant was shot by police. That is not what happened. It's like he's changing the narrative because if you say what really happened, that's just it's more proof. If you say what really happened, then you can't justify what the police did. Right? You found out later that it may or may not be wanted on a felony assault warrant, uh, but the police didn't know that when they shot him in the back. If he was like, right. there's no justification if he was wanted for a sexual assault warrant. If he was reaching for a knife, there's nowhere in the in the the laws that says that the penalty for those two things is to be shot in the back seven times. Right. The penalty for those things is jail time. Exactly. Or some type of fine or whatnot. But the police do not, it's not their job to go and shoot someone, no matter what they did. Right. So to try to justify by talking about somebody's past and all that stuff is trying to go around the fact that these police are acting uh, I- improperly. Uh, so it's just so dumb that it's almost, I, I'm wasting my time even talking about it, but th- it makes me uh, dislike Brian Urlacher, who was one of my favorite players, was it's, it's so ignorant. He was past <laughs> tense. In the uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, there's always a uh, uh, um, was it light at the end of the tunnel? Yes. And I'd say Mike, the Steelers, and Mike Tomlin had a very uh, impactful moment.
1: Hell yeah, he did.
0: Yeah, he asked to do this. He asked the local TV station that was uh, if they could show him make a speech about, uh, yeah, about uh, social injustice and the Steelers and what they, what they want to do. I almost want to play it, but um, our producer stepped out of the room for now.
1: So. I'm telling you, when I saw this thing and heard what he had to say— Please go watch it, guys. Uh, I wanted to vote for Mike Tomlin for president <laughs> after watching it. I had chills. Yeah. And it was very moving because they're standing in the middle of the stadium, yeah. on the field, all the players lined up, uh, and he gives this just this perfect speech about why why all of this shit really matters right yeah. now. Um, More
0: than football.
1: And the one thought that I had after watching it, once I got over the chill part, was like, gee, I really wonder what Ben Roethlisberger thought about that moment. <laughs> 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 Being uh, one of Trump's close buddies. Is he? Oh, Yeah. Big hmm. Ben and Trump are like... I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They're buddies. Damn. I wonder what Bray. I was thinking about what thinks. You Brady know that story thinks. about how Trump tried to hook Roethlisberger up with uh, Stormy Daniels?
0: No. Ooh. I do vaguely remember that yeah. now. They both seem like pussy grappers. Totally. <laughs> Obviously. They're both story good, goes is that they were. I think they
1: were at a hotel, some kind of party or whatever. Stormy Daniels was there. And Trump did this, like, creepy thing where he, he said to uh to Stormy Daniels the woman that he allegedly had sex with allegedly um, no she he did oh that's true yeah she <laughs> says that he d- she said did. he did and yeah well yeah. he says that he didn't. didn't
0: oh he says he didn't
1: he says he didn't okay i mean they paid her off anyway Yeah, so why
0: why does she get, he says to Stormy why are they Daniels her for breaking he her? says
1: he tries to play the uh what do you call it the fucking uh the good guy card he's like hey my my buddy ben I think it's late. I'm trying to get her to go to the room, am, right? My uh-huh. my it's late. You shouldn't have to go back to your hotel room alone. My buddy Ben wants to walk you home. He he's going to walk you back to your hotel room, make sure he's safe. Uh and apparently he tried to like push his way or he, he it, like he tried to sort of coerce his way into the room and she felt really kind of like creeped out by the whole thing and mm. and it all ended with with her finally being able to kind of deny him the opportunity. Good. Uh, but anyway, it's one of those creepy, it made me wonder what Roethlisberger was thinking while his coach
0: talking was, about, was yeah.
1: giving this speech.
0: Uh, I'm hoping that he's, I mean, he's been around so many people, disenfranchised people in his career. I'm hoping that he's able to empathize. Who, Big Ben? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just because you're a Trump supporter, I don't think it automatically makes you racist. I think it makes you dumb. I don't think it makes you feel the way he feels about black people and people. No, not, I don't think it automatically
1: people. makes you a racist. All
0: right. So I think Ben hearing that, he could agree with Tomlin and still support Trump.
1: Perhaps he still beholds the capacity to be moved.
0: Yes, exactly. I'm thinking that's a possibility. Maybe that's me being too positive. I'm. Let's be positive. I'm known for... Uh, Let's be positive. Uh, I've been known to be... Uh, very uh, positive guy. Yeah. Seeing the best in people. Yeah. Even a two-time accused <laughs> rapist,
1: <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. Who has a porn addiction of some kind. Oh, yeah, that too, right? man. This Does guy.
0: Porn addiction? Class X. <laughs> right. Keep Kaepernick out of the NFL, but keep Roethlisberger in. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, bright side here. Yeah. As I'm known to do. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander, who we mentioned last time, uh, beat somebody up because his father had gone missing. His father was found. He was. Alive after three days missing.
1: He just needed a little break. Dude, probably. So sw- they were out berry picking, so he probably survived on berries, I assume.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? He, he, uh, maybe they were out saying they're berry picking, but berry picking is code for doing shrooms.
1: I still, dropping did, acid. I, I still am not on this berry picking no. narrative. Like, uh, uh, I, I don't...
0: They were, they were <clears throat> probably fucking with some acid or something.
1: That being said, the guy who, who Mackenzie Alexander uh, beat the shit out of, mm. his story suddenly sounds a little more plausible, you know, like they were out picking berries and they lost track of each other, and he, he says that he looked, you know, obviously searched and couldn't find him and got freaked out, and that's why he left. To go uh, back to the wife and say, like, hey, I don't know where your husband is. I've lost him. We got separated, and and I'm freaking out. Like, So it, his story suddenly kind of sounds like it makes more sense to me. Talk about the... <laughs> The most stretched out affair story ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's just like, oh, yeah, let's go berry picking. Then he disappears to go to his mistress. <laughs> hang out with her for three days. Maybe. And then what was back. that
1: dude? What was that politician who, who was out hiking the Appalachian Trail, but oh, it yeah. turns out he was out banging his Argentinian yeah, mistress? Yeah, I don't remember the
0: politician's <laughs> name. He was
1: from South Carolina or something. Oh, Either South man. or North Carolina. He was from one of the Carolinas. Yeah. Ah, what was that guy's name? That wouldn't be hard to find. No, nah, no. Nah, politician, Argentin- Argentinian mistress. Uh, just <laughs> politician, Appalachian Trail. Mark
0: Sanford. There you
1: go, Mark Sanford Mark out on the Sanford, Appalachian extramarital
0: Trail. Affair. Uh affair. Yeah, talking about he was at <laughs> Appalachian Trail, and he was hanging out uh, in Argentina with his, with his This blue. guy
1: thinks he's fucking Oscar Wilde out on the Appalachian Trail trying <laughs> to get his thoughts together so he can save the country. Nah, man. He's out <laughs> banging his Argentinian mistress.
0: <laughs> South Carolina governor, man. Yeah, governor, right. Damn, the governor left his state. He's in charge of the entire state and was like, you know what? Left his country, bro. Yeah, I mean, Didn't he go I to left Argenti- his state on its own like to, right. to fend for itself while he goes to Argentina to, to be with his boo.
1: Dang. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, Mackenzie Alexander's father is apparently fine. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like he's not going to, Alexander's not
0: going to get in much trouble. It nah. just saying like he was just scared for his dad. I mean, which uh, I can understand. I well, think, I can't, I can't relate, but I can understand. I do because I don't like my dad.
1: <laughs> I, I do hope there's more to this berry picking story. Yes, I
0: want it to be acid. I want his dad to come out. You know what I was trying to get high.
1: Yeah, and I got, I get fucked we up. We went out into the woods. We <laughs> took some acid. I got lost. I thought and left was s- right. <laughs> you know when you
0: when you high, left is yeah. right. The same thing. Mm-hmm. The berry bushes was high as hell, and so was I. <laughs> Another thing, uh, I want you guys, uh, uh, Sven-NFL Nation is what I want to call our listeners. I like that. I I like it too. It just came up with it. Uh, Sven-NFL Nation. I want sven Nation to go out there to YouTube and uh, look up Bill's Mafia celebrations. Or Bill's (laughs) Mafia doing dumb shit. Bill's Mafia, that's what they call their fans.
1: Now, before we go too deeply into this, (laughs) because I agree, I want them to look this up too. But I do not want you to think that we want you to start doing what these idiots are doing, nor do we want you to send us videos of you doing it because this (laughs) shit can go
0: horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't imitate what you see, but just laugh at it. These fans uh, do crazy shit, especially Buffalo Bills fans before the game. Tailgating is, we've talked about it on here before. Right. It's a pastime. It's part of the NFL uh, game-going experience. Yep. A lot of tailgaters don't even go into the stadium to watch the game. No. They just hang out before the game. They
1: listen to it on their transistor radio. The yeah. <laughs> Put
0: on the radio. Or nowadays, they could probably pull it up their local TV or whatever on uh, an app or whatever. But they, they, they... I still
1: listen to the... Do you listen to the... When I, It's been a long time since I went to a game, but I always maintain the habit that when I went to a sporting event in the States, I would always listen to the radio broadcast, even though I was at the stadium. No, nah, man.
0: If you, you, you'll watch a game with me Because the radio guys
1: are so good.
0: They are, but... Because they're
1: you... so much better at describing the game because they don't have the benefit of knowing that the audience has pictures. That's yeah. what makes the radio oh, guys the radio so guys. good. Oh, yeah. The you know radio guys.
0: I used to hear the Philly radio guy. He was really good uh, when I lived in Jersey. But um, I don't do that. When I go to the game live, I mm. don't do it. I, but if you watch a game with me, you'll see... That I'm like a uh, an announcer.
1: Nice. I look forward to that. that.
0: I'm on that level of. That
1: won't be annoying okay, yeah. at all.
0: Uh, it sounds like it, it would be. Annoying. We could
1: do like a thing. Oh, are you are you color or are you
0: play by play? Um, that sounds racist, but. Uh,
1: <laughs> you uh, know, that's not racist. Uh, uh, let me
0: guess, you're color blind. I don't. Know. Let me no, guess I'm, your color. <laughs> I would be play by play, because I, 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 I'm kind of a combination actually. Yeah. Because uh, I think
1: I would make a better color guy.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right. Because I know the ends. Like, If we were a team, yeah. you're the color guy. I'm Tony Romo. You're Jim Nance. That's the best team.
1: I see an idea boiling here. I'm with it. I'm with it. Just okay. We won't. We don't have to go into that. But anyway, back yeah, to Bills Mafia.
0: I, I feel you. We're on the same train. Uh, yeah, but Bill, Bills Mafia. Check them out. There's uh people are worried now because tailgating is going to still be a thing, uh, most likely even without fans in the stadium. They can't stop fans from going and hanging out before the game. It's right. a great uh, camaraderie thing. Playing cornhole which is a game I think people should explore. It's now shown on ESPN because there's no sports. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, they play cornhole, they barbecue. These people bring elaborate stuff out. And uh, going to a Dolphins game, I always like to walk through and see all the tailgaters. It's Mm -hmm. it's just, it's amazing. It's a great experience. It's part of American culture, man. Tailgating in every sport. Uh, And Bill's Mafia is just fun to watch them do dumb shit.
1: Uh, Yeah, but there's this company that came up with this idea of creating like a tailgating bubble. Okay. Uh which claims it will create a completely sanitized clean zone for the Bills fans uh in the Buffalo oh, really? area where they can rage before the games while adhering to COVID safety measures. Now, of course, once you get them inside this bubble, you can't fucking control what these people do. So the idea is that you you know you would are you, they testing people coming in? Yeah, that was the idea. Okay, okay. That you, well, that you would have to screen them prior to coming right, into the right. bubble. I mean, obviously, this could go horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, what we're encouraging you to do is go watch these Bill fans. What they do yeah. is they, I don't know, where the they fuck jump did they even, tables. Why it's do they, so where weird. did they come up with this idea?
0: It's because they're in a shitty part of the country in uh, Buffalo, New York. Right. <laughs> and ain't nothing else yeah. to do, man. So let's get that table. Somebody must have done it first. Yeah, definitely.
1: Anyway, Bills yeah. Mafia, check that shit out.
0: Yeah. Um, we're gonna do safeties this week, but right. uh, before that, we can go through power ranking really quick, mm-hmm. and then we'll just say just to give you guys a like I said, we're gonna finish up. I, I feel like it's our responsibility to finish uh, breaking down each uh, position. Uh, next week I'll do quarterbacks right before we get into the season, and then. I'll finish up with special teams in one episode in the future. Uh, But after this, we're going to be cranking up talking about the sport will be here. Oh, thank God. So um, let's talk about power rankings, man. Mm -hmm. Um, Or do you want to do safeties and then power rankings? Is it better to finish up with power rankings? Maybe. Uh, Okay. Well, we can do safeties first. Sure. Uh, Safety first. Safety first. (laughs) Um. The safety a position, Is uh, I, I chose it as the last uh, defensive position because it's the last line of defense before uh, a big play happens. It's mm-hmm. the safety. They stand the farthest back on the field, and they basically man the middle of the field and watch the play develop. It's uh, sometimes called the court quarterback of the defense. Mm. Uh, so it's the last line of defense. They stand back and they analyze the play. And some safeties... A strong safety normally is like the enforcer. Mm. Come down and hit people coming across the middle, or uh, make come in and make the tackle of the running back. Uh, and they, uh, where they stand positionally, is between the cornerbacks. The safeties stand back behind the linebackers and between the cornerbacks. Uh, some uh, safeties are faster than uh, the. Are, are They're pretty fast. Normally, not as fast as cornerbacks. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of safeties uh, have been cornerbacks in the past, but then they lose a step and they become safeties. Uh, But they're more athletic than a linebacker, than most linebackers, and more athletic than linemen, of course. So they're pretty fast, and some of them hit hard. And they're pretty cerebral, smart players normally. Some of the smartest players, uh, like Ed Reed, Mm. is probably the best safety of all time, actually. Uh, Went to the University of Miami. If you should look up when Bill Belichick is talking about Ed Reed. It's a, it's a cool uh, video when he talks about how Ed Reed tricked Peyton Manning. And he says it's the best football play he's ever seen. Mm. Ed Reed pretends to go uh, one direction because he knows Manning is trying to make him go in that direction. right? And then he knows Manning has to turn around when he comes out of his drop and he changed direction. As he, as he was turning, as around. He's turning around. So then Manning just throws the ball because he knows that he saw Ed Reed going one way hmm. and Ed Reed intercepted it. And Manning was like, how the fuck? I know he was going towards the middle of the field, huh. uh, but Ed Reed had studied him and knew that Manning does that. Yeah, And uh, Bill Belichick's like, it's amazing. He like fawns over Ed <laughs> Reed because of this. So I think Ed Reed is the best safety of all time. Uh, rest in peace to Sean Taylor, another uh, great safety who died young because of a fucking breaking an injury and then the guy shot him probably because he's so goddamn big he probably saw this big dude coming at him and shot in fear and he hit hit him in the leg and it hit an artery ah damn but uh there's a lot of great safeties uh over time uh to watch troy palomalo comes to mind Mm -hmm. that big flowing hair was all over the place there's a there's a uh, picture or there's a video of him um was it blocking a kick? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Comes around, blocks a kick. Just amazing. <clears throat> Just flying around the field. He was uh, a t- a top safety. Any safeties coming to mind for you? Top Ronnie player. Lott. Ronnie Lott. Was like
1: the man when I was a kid.
0: What story do you think I'm going to talk about? Well, I don't know. You know he dislocated his finger?
1: Oh, yeah. Pulls it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, off yeah, 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 yeah. Pulled his finger off to yeah. get back out there and play. I, fr- I forgot about that. Oof. Uh, yeah. Goodness!
0: Yeah, every time I hear that story, I'm like, "Oh, talk about uh insane! That's some crazy!" Insane. I'm like, cringing just thinking about it. Insane. Ronnie Lott was a good
1: uh, one. Current players, you got, you know, Earl he, Thomas. We've talked about a little bit. Earl Thomas, Malcolm tough. Jenkins. Uh, oh, one, one of my favorite names. I don't. Maybe he's not that good, but I just love this name. Ha ha, Clinton, Clinton Dix.
0: Yeah, he's a good one. Uh,
1: <laughs> just like it's a great name. What was his name? Cam Chancellor?
0: What Was his name Chandler? Which one? The, there was a because the, there was a Legion of Boom a few years ago. Yeah, top one of the top defenses of all time, uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks. And I want to say it's either Earl Thomas or the other. One. Who was the other guy? I forget his name, man. I don't uh, but he jumps up, he jumps over the center, blocks the kick, mm. like to block a field goal. He just it's just athletic. It's amazing. Uh and Charles Woodson.
1: Yeah, he was Remember a good safety.
0: Yeah. But but this guy I'm talking about jumps over um blocks come like uh, but then he got they got called for something. Right. Like an offside. then they did it again He did it again. Next play. Legend. And the kinker just missed wildly because he was gonna <laughs> block it. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's funny, uh, but anyway, uh, that's the safety. I think I kind of yeah. nailed the position. That uh, technically they're you know good hands and hard hitters, and we well, probably not as good hands as uh, cornerbacks, but not as hard hitters as linebackers.
1: Safety but, you know. is one of those positions that's hard to really appreciate on television, uh, at least while the actual play is happening. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's one of those things where they don't really wind up on the frame necessarily, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it, it, but if you go to a game live yeah. you know, it's one of those if you go to a game live, I would suggest like take a few minutes and just just watch the safety Yeah. just watch that yeah. dude watch the safety, yeah. just keep your eyes on him, forget about everybody else and you can, it kind of reminds me actually a little bit of like, from a Swedish perspective if you've ever seen the game Bandy uh, uh, like Ice Bandy mm-hmm. if you see that on TV you're missing like 70% of that game Oh, really? But if you see it live, there is so much shit happening off the ball that you're like, I remember the first time I saw it live, I was like, what the hell is, what is that, where's that guy going? (laughs) You know, all of a sudden he does this little loop, comes back around, and suddenly the ball's on his stick, and he's going 100 miles an hour towards the the goal. It's kind of a weird, and then you see it on television, and you can't, the TV just can't capture all that stuff that's happening off camera. Safety's kind of like that, too.
0: Mm. That's true. Uh, Cam Chancellor is the guy I was talking about. Okay. But, uh, yeah, they had a, a crazy, yeah, uh, uh, defense back then. Mm. But he jumps over the center and then they call it back and he does it again. <laughs> it's like they can't stop this guy. And, uh, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, the safety position. I hope I nailed it right. Any safeties out there, let me know if I got something wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite positions because, well, I played it. And, right. You said that. <laughs> and he's supposed to hit hard. And be an athlete on us. Kind of a fun, you know, it's not It's not prestigious like a cornerback. It's mm. kind of, you know, blue collar. Right. And athletic. It's nice. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, let's talk some power rankings. Then we'll get out of here.
1: So, are we talking power rankings on, like, because there's two, I found two articles on power rankings one on strength of schedule, and one was just like power rankings, like who are the best oh, teams in do the, the league?
0: Power, we won't do the uh, Strength of schedule, I think, is better.
1: Yeah. Right. So, like, who has the, yeah, tough toughest difficult. schedule, because i got right.
0: an opinion about that.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. So, apparently, well, not that it really matters, but I guess the Indianapolis Colts have the easiest schedule this year. Mm-hmm. So we could start with that. Um, yeah. I don't think that's going to help them much. <laughs> Cleveland Browns also have a pretty easy schedule. I don't think that will help them. Tennessee Titans, that could actually be helpful if they managed to be as good as they yeah. were last year. yeah. Um, Ravens, Jesus! Like they need an easy schedule. <laughs> they have the fourth easiest schedule uh,
0: in the league, apparently. Yeah, according to this, and they they, they base this off of the winning percentage of the teams last year.
1: Right. They also base it on the projected winning percentage of the teams for this year as well, right, which is based on which is just the like, winning. Per- this is what we think. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a it's a weird. <laughs> it's all cycle. based
0: on. This. So I think this is always a year behind. And it's never something to look at as, like, it's just, I think it's filler because the season's getting here and they're running out of shit to talk about.
1: In some ways, yeah. I mean, it does. Yeah, I, I guess so. Chiefs have a fairly easy schedule. I think the Chiefs could easily repeat and win the Super Bowl again this year based yeah. on how they've stocked up and how easy their schedule is. Vegas does, too. Uh, Cowboys, but, again. You know, when I saw this list, I obviously, I looked at the first, like, five or ten, and I was like, okay, all right. And I already knew in the back of my head that the Falcons had a tough schedule. And I just very quickly scrolled down. I was like, okay, where are they? Boom. Number one. The Atlanta (laughs) Falcons have the hardest schedule in the entire NFL this year.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll even up. I
1: mean... At least you
0: got an excuse if you guys lose every game. True. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I, I think all of this is just fluff, man. I think it's... You never you never know. These teams might, some team might gel with their, you know, coach, new coach or new system or whatever and just turn into a juggernaut and some team that was a juggernaut last year. Tennessee might fucking flub. True. They might fall and be shitty. You True. Never know. So, True. I don't know. I, I think these things, are, it's fun to look through and see where your team is at.
1: Well, as far as the, you know, maybe we could do this sort of very quickly. The power rankings for, like, who they think are the best and the worst teams in the league. No surprise. Jacksonville Jaguars are thought of as the worst team in the NFL right now, especially mm. after they've just unloaded yeah. everything. Uh-huh. Gardner Minshew is going to get that mustache just ripped right off of his fucking <laughs> face this year, I think. Okay. Uh, I was a little surprised to see, you know, here we go. The Where are your Dolphins? Dolphins, number 24.
0: Twenty fourth worst.
1: Twenty fourth, worst.
0: Team in NFL. Huh?
1: Team, yes. Uh, it's
0: funny how close to the uh, draft it's gonna be.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> sure.
0: It's just like uh,
1: Falcons were somewhere in the middle, or or actually, yeah. I was a little surprised at how high. Fourteenth. Yeah. Where'd right. you draft? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. I think we drafted, I think we traded up to get a...
0: Oh, okay. uh, set up. Yeah, but um. I was wondering where your natural draft position is. But of
1: course, here we go. If Let's just do the top. Tampa. Kansas City Chiefs are number one. Okay. Baltimore Ravens number two.
0: Uh,
1: New Orleans Saints number three.
0: This is like their wishes.
1: 49ers number four. Cowboys number five. I would put the Seattle Seahawks... Cowboys at, number five? I would put the Seahawks ahead of the Cowboys for sure. That's, I think... Pittsburgh number seven. So this Fuck is their you. this is their
0: wet dream, man. This is the teams that are like very popular. This and is some be,
1: bullshit. But this would be great for ratings. That's what they're trying to do. Colts in number nine. It just killed them to put the Colts in the top ten. Green yeah. Bay Packers. Number Where's Tampa? 10.
0: Eleven. Okay. Wow. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they didn't too. hop on Tom Brady's. I'm very
1: surprised you they didn't know do what. that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Basically, I agree with you. When the season starts, all this power ranking stuff yeah. doesn't mean shit. Nah. It's going to change every week. And this year, even more so because, you know, no COVID, yeah. Barely had a training camp. Mm-hmm. What, they practiced with pads for like a little yeah. more than a week. No preseason. Yeah. Nobody has any fucking idea what's getting ready to happen. Are there next any week. new co- first year coaches this year? I think so, but I can't remember <sighs> who. Poor them. I can't remember who. Yes. Well, isn't Joe Judge? Isn't he a new coach? Uh, that's the uh, yeah. for the Giants. Giants. Yeah, he's yeah. a new coach. Oof! And they have one of this the hardest is like schedules. Just, uh, just fucking. I, I think know. they were number two on the strength of schedule list. They have the second hardest schedule. <sighs>
0: Giants are going to get murdered. Mike McCarthy, right? Ron Rivera, he had a heart attack, and he has cancer. Oh no, cancer! I'm sorry. He has cancer, so he's not even coaching. So he didn't have a Jack heart attack. Jack Del Rio is their coach.
1: Well, he says he's going to be, well, yeah. We'll they, see. they have him as the interim coach, right? Yeah, well, they're saying he's saying he's going to, Ron Rivera is saying he's going to keep coaching, but on the days when he feels like he can't do it, then that's oh, when, that one. Okay. I think that's what he said. Uh, yeah. Matt
0: Rule, Carolina Panthers. Oh,
1: right. Everyone seems to be really high on him. Kevin Stefanski,
0: Stefanski,
1: Stefanski. and Joe Judge. Right. Hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah, Your first year, you got to deal with this, too. <laughs> Damn, 2020.
1: Yeah. It uh, all means nothing. Season starts next week. Yes! I'm fucking psyched. The next time we talk to you guys,
0: I don't know if we'll be able to uh, con- contain ourselves. Yeah. It's going to be like the day. We're going to record the day of the season starting. Exactly. And we're going to give you guys uh, predictions uh-huh. for the first week.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then we'll be back. Tuesday.
1: Yeah, I'll be up in Lulio, but we're gonna record
0: on Tuesday. Yeah, we're gonna record Tuesday, and I'll put it out as soon as possible.
1: We'll do a recap of all the games that happened recap, over and then, over then we'll the
0: predict. And every week you're gonna get a prediction episode. Yeah, and a reaction episode.
1: Right. Well, so the almost, other way around: reaction then prediction. Right, reaction episode right?
0: and then a prediction episode.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so you guys uh, got a lot of Sven Fell in your future, Sven Nation.
1: Exciting. Oh. Very exciting. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So uh thanks for listening to this week's episode. Really excited to come right back at you next week with some more SFL. The the league is is going to happen, man. Uh and uh, it's
1: totally happening. <laughs> uh,
0: my uh if you're wondering what my uh the menu is going to be at the Casa de Rollins. yeah. yeah. We're going to um we're going to have I'm going to do a seven layer dip for the first game. Nice. And uh I think that'll be it. See, seven layer dip and maybe wings. I, I just made some wings the other day. God, yeah, I can't wings. believe
1: I'm going to miss this.
0: Maybe wings, just wings and seven layer dip. That'll be it, man. Well,
1: I'm going to be in Lulio. So my menu is probably going to be <laughs> like Swedish pizza and a mm. bottle of whiskey. Oh, he's doing whiskey? Maybe a little beer. All right. Remember, we got a pod the next day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, Well, yeah. after the Monday night game, we'll
1: probably. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I, I'll keep it professional.
0: Nah, get fucked up We uh, also for our patrons we'll probably have some uh, stay tuned we have some uh, for you guys yeah uh, possibly um, um, spinFL no, patreon.com slash spinFL hmm. to, uh, to follow us on Patreon we'll do a little something extra not to seasons here so check that out thank you guys man that's all for this week uh, see you soon for some NFL yes see y'all later later y'all peace